Welcome back to our next episode on Here by the Owl podcast. We are excited to have our friends Hannah Wedger and Sarah Nerswick with us today talking about their mini mastermind project. We're going to get started and Sarah and Hannah, if you could just introduce yourselves, give a little background about where you teach and the size of your programs in school so everybody can get a snapshot of that. All right. I'm Sarah Nerzlik. I teach right outside of Atlanta, Georgia in Alpharetta. Um, I'm at Cambridge High School and our school is about 2,100 students. In our FFA program, we have about a, two, a little over 200 members in our chapter. Hey everyone, I am Hannah Wedger and I am in a transition period. So moving from a school in Minnesota that is an urban school and moving to more of a suburban school. Um, I know that the school has about 1200 students um, and the egg program has about 40 students within the FFA. Um, but other than that, it is a little bit unknown to me still, but I'm excited, um, excited for the transition. So Nikki and I actually both, both participated in their mini mastermind program. Um, but Hannah and Sarah, why don't you explain kind of what that program was, um, for all the listeners that weren't a part of it? Well, um, so when COVID hit, Sarah and I decided that we wanted to do virtual coffee. Um, and virtual coffee was just kind of a time once a week where agriculture teachers across the U.S. were able to get together and just like group brainstorm different issues that we were having. Um, and as the school year closed out, we were feeling like we really needed like to continue that. And we felt that there were other people that really wanted to kind of continue that like group share and group think. And um, so we had thought of the mastermind and we were like, we have this month of June, let's capitalize on it. Let's, let's get all of these people together and let's, let's do something cool with it. So we decided to do the mini mastermind. Um, and we met um, for four weeks. And at the beginning of the week, we would do a, like some type of teaching. So either I would teach or Sarah would teach. Um, and then at the end of the week, we would um, have shop calls and shop calls were kind of like that group brainstorming and sharing out and listening to what um, our mini mastermind participant, participants had committed to doing that week and to changing in their classrooms and within their programs. Um, and so. I, it was so cool. It was so cool. So paint us a picture of, I mean, you had your virtual coffees, which were approximately how many people a week, if you were going to give us an average? About 60. Okay. And then you moved into your mini mastermind, which you were very purposeful about the planning of this and how many I guess, what was the size of that group? And why did you change going from 60 to this size of a group? We had 16 people in the Green and Growing Mastermind, including us, it was 18. I think that's right. 
And we knew that what we were doing during virtual coffee was triage. We were patching up gushing wounds, right? And then by the time we got to May, everyone was kind of feeling it. They kind of knew what was going on in digital learning. That was really just to help people in the crisis situation. And we saw people starting to get to the other side of the crisis to be like, okay, I'm ready to move on and focus back on me improving my craft as a teacher rather than just trying to be a better virtual teacher. So we kind of saw that need and saw people excelling in virtual coffee. So we thought that this could be more, instead of Q&A, because it was just Q&A during the virtual coffee, there was no teaching. It was just helping each other out and pouring ideas into people. The mastermind was focused on areas of growth that those specific teachers who signed up for wanted. So we gave a big list of ideas that people told us, and then we took the top four and created content around that to teach and really like dive super deep in those topics so those teachers could really grow themselves. It was called the Green and Growing Mastermind. Green and Growing is the name of my business and my podcast, like all the things around the quote that says, if you're green, you're growing. If you're ripe, you rot. So the purpose of the mini mastermind was to keep these teachers growing in their own special way throughout the little month of June. Um, so what were some of those topics that were covered? Obviously, you know, Nikki and I know, but for everyone else, um, those topics that were covered throughout June. So Sarah and I split it up. Um, Sarah started us off with inquiry-based learning, and then I um, taught on social justice in the classroom. Sarah then went back to FFA involvement, and then we rounded out with um, increasing student engagement. So you, you mentioned that you sent out a survey, and you had a huge list of topics. Was it surprising to the two of you, the topics that came out on top? Um, yes, no, and uh, if if any if anything was a trend, you know what you know what would people see in that survey? I don't think it was surprising. Hannah shook her head. You can't see her, but we can see her. <laughs> that I think a lot of times when you're on your your platform, um, Hannah and I both have teacher Instagrams. That's how we became friends on, on the interwebs. And a lot of people ask about how do I keep my kids engaged and how do I keep them motivated? Inquiry-based learning kind of went along with that. So three of the four weeks were about engagement, but even social justice, it was a very relevant issue because of the time. And a lot of the, the teachers want to do better and be better when it comes to all of those things, inclu inclusivity of all students and meeting kids where they are and helping engage their brain. So all of them kind of went back to the, the really student engagement. How do I get the kids excited and how do I keep them around? So all four of those weeks, even though they have different titles, all kind of came back to that. And as teachers, isn't that our main goal, right? Is to keep kids excited, keep them engaged. And when they're engaged, they don't have as many issues in the classroom when they're engaged. So it's kind of a win-win for everything. Okay, and when you guys were planning it, prior to knowing what people wanted to learn and kind of setting it up, 
what were your two goals? And I know if anybody's worked with you, they always hear you say like, I did this for me. I'm a little selfish, which is good because I mean, you want the best for you. So you're going to want the best for the people attending. So as you guys sat down and planned this out, what were your goals for all of this green and growing mastermind? Um, I think that both of us knew that there was a lot of value in the virtual coffee, but I think both of us really believed, like Sarah said, that the triaging was helpful at the time, but that we, I think that, I mean, maybe I'm speaking a little bit for you, Sarah, but I think that both of us find a lot of joy in being able to help others and most definitely selfish in that we get to learn right along with our mini mastermind group. Like I taught two lessons, but the amount that I like grew just from like learning and problem solving and just really thinking deeply about like, how is this impacting your classroom and your classroom and your classroom? Um, I mean, yeah, selfishly that was, I was excited about that and that was something that was really cool, but I, I think we both were just excited to be able to continue to help agriculture teachers and in turn fill our cups, like Sarah said, so that we can overflow into other people's cups. Uh, what were some of those outcomes, you know, after this mini mastermind was over, you know, that it was basically the first week of July, so not that long ago, but what have you heard from the attendees, some feedbacks or some feedback from them, all those kinds of things? I think the way we set up the mastermind worked very well. Um, we, we split it up into three separate sections, learn, commit, and do. So Hannah and I would teach something. So the attendees would learn, and then they would be given an actionable item that they could personalize to themselves and what they're going on, what's going on in their specific realm. We had a few teachers who are leaving to go to new classrooms, to go to middle school, like you, Brianna, from high school. And, you know, they were able to cater what they learned to them personally. And then in the shop call, they did the do section where they, they kind of talked it out and we were able to, all of us together, work and make that, that idea even better um, as a group. And I think that's what most people got out of it. And Hannah, you can hop in after me, is that the value of having many people with different backgrounds, different states, different amounts of experience were able to give their own special perspective, which helped elevate the idea that you had, which was so valuable. You know, instead of just learning one thing and getting one outcome, you learned one thing and got 18 different outcomes, which was just magical. Brianna, um, what was, I mean, since we participated, what was like one of your favorite things either that you got to create as an attendee or just feedback you received on an activity that you were thinking about? Well, I think just being able to like share ideas, like sharing ideas with other ag teachers is like my favorite part of professional development. Um, so getting to sit in those sessions and just listen to other people's ideas and then, you know, writing down a whole notebook of ideas of my own based off of their ideas. Um, that was really fun. But, um, on our engagement episode, I shared about my greenhouse hunters. 
Um, so I presented on that during one of my, uh, one of the mini masterminds about like changing it to habitat hunters. And just from talking and having other people, and I think Hannah was one of them, um, that was giving me suggestions. I came up with adding like a Zillow post to that, um, that assignment. And that was just kind of fun. Like I hadn't thought about that. I've done the greenhouse hunters twice. Um, and just from sitting there listening to other people talk and, and getting feedback, we kind of came up with that together. So I think that was my favorite part about the whole thing. And Nikki, I know you had a lot of awesome ideas too, um, as you always do that you put into action. So I guess kind of the same question for you, what was your favorite uh, part or activity that you came up with? Well, I think when I sat down and, and replied to the survey that you guys had sent out, uh, I, I put, it forces me to do it because I'm terrible. I have a list. I, in my phone, I keep a notepad of ideas, which gets me in trouble sometimes, but sometimes I never get to them and they're great ideas, but I just never sit down to do them. And mini mastermind allowed me to look at that list and put into action things that have been on there for more than a year. And one of those was my perfect homeowner's toolbox activity where I, I took that and made that more inquiry to allow students to learn about um, the common tools in our shop. And not only that, but really think about, are these the tools that you're going to see when you, when you exit high school? And so if I weren't in mini mastermind, I do not believe I would have gotten that created this summer. And it's pushed me to get it in a, a usable format, like Brianna said, so I can share it with others and it can impact their classrooms. So I mean, that's just one gem in my, in my opinion about the mini mastermind, but Sarah and Hannah, what were some gems that came out of your, uh, the responses that you got from your surveys from attendees? The friendships that were born out of the mastermind, it's, crazy how much it has changed since like the first week where people didn't know each other and we started an Instagram DM group and no one was using it. <laughs> Nobody was saying anything. Hannah and I were just putting like, hey, how are you guys doing? And now I can't keep up with it because people are always starting like today. Somebody was like, hey, come to my Zoom call today. You know, all these different things. It's become a little family of people who you can feel safe to ask questions, you can feel safe to feel vulnerable. Um, you can feel safe to be like, hey, I need to be better at this and people aren't gonna judge you about it. So I feel like that's the biggest gem is being able to see the friendships that have, have grown through this. And like, I don't know, I don't know if, I know you guys were friends, but there are some people who I'm like, man, they really like are buddy buddy now because of this and you know, being able to, I know, like, me, Hannah, and Nikki have been teaching for a long, longer time, but there were, and Brie and I, you've been teaching about as long as we have, and, but there were people who were first-year teachers who were able to put so much value into it, and then teachers who've been teaching longer than Hannah and I, I, I don't know, it was just like the synergy together was just so beautiful. And I think that's what people have said or what they've realized even after they've done the survey is like, wow, this really is a group that I can continue to grow with from, from here on out. 
it doesn't have to end just because the mini mastermind ended. Well, and it's, and Brianna and I are friends, um, but the only reason we are is because we, we attended a case institute together. Um, and so it's, I don't, replace case with mini mastermind, um, green and, you know, the green and growing conference. Um, it doesn't matter what you replace it with. I just think anything where people can get together and share their passion, there's going to be friendships born there. And so it, it's really cool, um, to be a part of that, but it was your first time. And I'm sure you guys as doers and thinkers were already, um, scheming up ways to make it better. So what, what are some opportunities you guys see uh, moving this forward in the future? Well, as you know, we just got off Germany conference. Um, Hannah did so much for that. And obviously I was in it. So we're taking some time to kind of think because we had such good results from the mini mastermind and went straight into Germany and being able to see those things that worked really well and trying to figure out a way to make it sustainable for longer, right? Um, I think staying in it is the most important part. You know, it's, it's easy to say, I'm going to start working out and go once, but the habit of continuing to show up for yourself and continuing to show up to grow yourself, it, it's a habit and it has to continue going. So if there was a way for us to continue to make it a long game, that's kind of where our thoughts are going. We definitely need some more time to like look through the survey and figure out our time because we're just like you guys, the people listening and you, I mean, we are ag teachers, full-time FFA advisors. We got animals, we got plants, we got all the things. Both of us have two kids. We're married. You know, there's all the things and figuring out a sustainable way for us and for everyone else to make it best for for everybody. Hannah, would you agree? Yep, you took the words right out of my mouth. Um, 100% and I, we both have been dreaming big with all of it too and thinking like, you know, we have the mastermind thing, but then what does it look like outside of that or after that? But man, we're excited. Well, and I think it's, it's the big thing that you said too, Sarah, of making it sustainable. Um, because, and I talked about this in one of our many mastermind sessions too, you know, you come up with these huge ideas and I want to do it. And, um, you know, then you do it for two weeks and it's like, oh, it's too much. I don't have time for it. How do I keep going? Especially I'm sure for both of you thinking about, um, you know, potentially what school will look like and, how that's going to kind of shift everything. So it's good that you're kind of putting the practice into place to make it sustainable and make it something that um, can go on for a long time. Um, so I guess next question we kind of have just maybe some advice for others that are wanting to set this up, whether it's, um, you know, just in their school or in their state or their district or whatever that looks like. Um, you know, I kind of have two ideas with this. I think one, if you are wanting to start a mastermind, I think it's really important to think about being intentional with it. And that was something that Sarah and I were really like, 
we wanted to know what everyone within the mastermind, like what were their burning things that they wanted to know. But we also kind of had an idea of like how we wanted to set it up and be consistent each week. Um, and then like checking in and seeing, Hey, did you do that? What do you need help with? How can you do that better? How can we support you? Um, and I think that was really beneficial. Um, I will say though, like it doesn't need to be something as formal as like what we did either. I mean, I think about just my friend crew at my um, school that I'm leaving and I think I could call that a mastermind just because of like the conversations that we have and like I'll pop my head into the chemistry teacher's room and be like hey I'm teaching soils and blah 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 like I don't know how to do this do you think like running through this lesson do you think this sounds right do you think the kids will understand it is there anything that I'm missing how can I do extensions I mean, so it doesn't need to be something as formal as calling it a mini mastermind. It can be a great group of teacher friends that is supporting you and helping you think outside the box. I think maybe in Georgia, PLCs are like the thing. And I'm sure everywhere else, like professional learning communities, that's what a mastermind is, but it's the one you actually want to go to. It's not the one you're forced to go to. So I think there is a way for you guys to get this kind of community. One, you might already have it set up. You just need to come in with a different mindset to, to your current PLCs. You know, maybe it's, you know, you do the check boxes, but then you spend 10 minutes brainstorming how you guys can work together on a project, a community service project for all the CPSOs in your school. Um, and just being intentional, like, like Hannah said, Maybe you already have a group of ag teachers in your county or your region that you guys talk, but be more intentional about how can we move forward instead of just getting checking the check boxes. Because checking the check boxes are good. You're going to stay steady. But if you want to improve, you're going to have to do more than just the check boxes. But it doesn't have to be at night for four hours and, and on the weekends and all that kind of stuff. You can really put it into place where you already are, but you gotta, you gotta have that mindset of, I want to learn with these people. I want to grow with these people. I want to, you know, ask questions and kind of figure out where they're coming from to really get, you know, to really help move everyone forward. So there is a way for sure for anybody to do this. I think the possibilities are endless and, and teaching in a, in a school where I'm the only ag teacher is good and bad and when those plc conversations do come up there's times where i almost get forgotten and so i think that's even a great conversation to have with your administration and uh, teacher team that if that's an option for you to do outside of your building with other ag teachers to do something similar to this and that's going to be way more empowering than you sitting in a room twice a month with teachers that yes do you have something in common but you need people who get you and can move you forward like sarah and hannah said um, one other thing that brianna and i were brainstorming that's our hobby um, is brainstorming but how cool would that be even in your mentorship program in your state ag teachers association uh, there's so many teachers that I think would jump on board 
obviously set your goals and be mindful. But if there's a group of teachers that they see a need within themselves and you can help provide that, or you're just the one facilitating and getting the group together, um, how impactful would that be? Uh, Brianna, do you want to highlight on the FFA officer idea that we kind of had an idea about? Yeah, so we had thought of kind of like, um, maybe it's like a mentorship program with your FFA students. So maybe it's your younger FFA members um, or, you know, seventh, eighth, ninth graders, whatever that looks like in your chapter, um, being paired up with um, the older members, or it could also be, you know, a, a mini mastermind or mastermind, whatever you want to call it, with just your officer team or partnering with a, a fellow, um, you know, the, the neighboring chapter and their officer team. So I love the idea of this, that there's so many ways that you can modify it and make it fit the needs that you have or your students might have. Well, is there any last tips or tricks that you have for listeners who are interested in doing mini mastermind themselves or any super secrets about if they want to be a part of a mini mastermind with you two? Well, um, if they are looking for mastermind stuff from Sarah, I, like we said earlier, we're not quite sure and we're still coming off of Germinate. Um, but if you follow us on our Instagram pages, we will keep you updated on all the new things that we are thinking of. And, um, and that'll be a great place just to, just to get information from us. And I think the other thing is you don't have to reinvent the wheel and create new content like Hannah and I did. I think about we, there are actually many masterminds happening at Germinate. Laura and Callahan started doing watch parties for Germinate sessions. So they got on Zoom, they watched the 15 to 20 minute long session, and then they spent the rest of the 40, 30 minutes brainstorming ideas and sharing, sharing what happened, you know, what happens at their school, maybe that would help somebody else. I mean, we literally have shared Excel sheets of ideas just from watching a session and then talking about it for 30 or 40 minutes. That was a mastermind. And it was so like, I guess, organic the way that it happened. They just said, hey, want to watch with us? And then that became a mastermind of people. And those people got more out of that session than I would bet anybody else did. Because they were able to go layers deep into that content rather than just watching it and having one person's opinion, which is great. These, these speakers are amazing. But being able to hear from 12 more people and their experiences, that's what these masterminds are all about, is like being able to share that experience. Because between us, how many years of teaching do we have between us for? Like close to 30, 40 years? That's insane. And it's just four people. You add that by 18, that's years and years of experience and, and environments that are different and things that have changed the way, because all of us are unique which is amazing. And we can, we can share with others. So it can be as simple as getting people on a zoom call and showing a Ted talk and talking about it or getting together some germinate people and watching the germinate session together. Like it's, it's not something that you have to be like, I'm going to study all this stuff and reinvent the wheel. It, it, just take a deep breath, find something that's really awesome and then have a discussion about it. You can do it. Anybody can do it. Yeah. And, and, as you're as you're hearing that advice, rewind that. 
and listen to it again because for some of us we don't know how next year is going to look like and if your summer ag teachers conference is you know virtual or there's other conferences that are virtual or as you move into next school year if there's some professional development anything that's happening you can really um, create that community of people to uh, help make that experience better um, for you. So we really appreciate you, Sarah and Hannah, for being here. Um, make sure to follow them on Instagram at agteacherhowtos or at Mrs. Wedger. Um, make sure to also follow Here by the Owl podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again, you guys.